flowers. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, all right, let me start cleaning up my bed because I want to shower and lay down on this motherfucking bed. Make some tree. Hi, yes, my name is Ruby Ifat Ahmad. That's, is that it? Is that good? <laughs> Should I do it again? Oh, my name is Ruby Ifat Ahmad. I am 26 years old. Uh, bananas. They're so tiny. Who the? People. These bananas are not for you. They're for my shakes in the morning. Oh, my God. This house annoys the crap out of me. As a kid, I was, huh, I was pretty outspoken and I was very confident in myself, but I was also very insecure. picture of outspoken ruby as a child i mean like i talked about because i was very into art as a kid i had an art teacher that would just like do art with me all the time so i talked about art that i've like studied or just like museums that i've gone to and i would talk about that a lot with people or i'll talk about um even politics as a kid even though like now i don't talk about politics as much i do but i don't um but as a kid because my dad was really into it i tried learning a little bit about it and even like politics in Pakistan so just like being outspoken about what's going on in the world and this is me I'm just going to talk about it Dal is lentils. Which is what? Lentils. Oh. Do you really like that one? It's just easy to make. And it lasts me a whole week, so oh. I use it to eat it at work. That's I've eventually mastered how to make it, so. Dal is something I perfected finally, which has taken me a long time to perfect. You want some tacos? Yeah, you guys should be eating tacos. I haven't. I, I, I you know what? Honey? Anything I mean, to make me feel happy. And you're beautiful. Yes, I know. And I love you. I love you too. Same thing goes for Ruby, but I can't say them emotionally out loud. So. That I'm queer? No. So I don't identify myself as like. I just don't identify with anything really. My boyfriend and I jokingly say that I'm more sexual. Just like Walter Mercado, he says, I'm more sexual. I love the earth. I love everything. No, I can't say. I can't say what you just said. Never mind. I can't say it. Oh. Like, you know when you're expressing love? I can't do that. You can't say I love you? Yeah. I can only do it over text. That's why you never, like, I get awkward when everyone's, like, out loud. Like, I love you, and I'm, like, I get shocked. I'm, like, I love you. No, I'm just, like, I'm just, like, huh. It's, like, mm, 
I'm not good yeah, at say expressing. I love you? Well, no, I know I say it, but I can't. I don't like saying it out loud. Mmm. You're not good at expressing your emotions. You know, sometimes we kind of just feel that way. We just feel numb to things, and it's it's okay. I always say it's okay to not be okay. Um, worrying about not being okay will psych you out even more, and then will take you down a downward spiral. Yeah, you see, I I I do that a lot. I understand that. I mean, we are. We're in a community, in a society where if you're not okay, you know, mommy, daddy, and everyone around you will freak out like crazy and just, like, continue to ask you what's wrong with you. No, you see, my, I can't even do that with my child. Um, I had a rush to work this morning, but I kind of didn't rush to work this morning because I was just having a conversation with my partner about just, you know, just random things about their parents and um like I was just talking to him about his parents and then my parents and just like this never-ending cycle with my father specifically um yeah he's just very how to explain it coddling or just very caring of a dad he just of course wants the best for me and whatnot but just um definitely is very in my face about me taking care of him. That's a different story though. The photo that I'm looking at right now it's a photo of me when I was, I'm gonna say I was about nine years old or maybe even 10. I'm wearing a shalwar kameez, which is a traditional Pakistani like outfit. And the colors are like a really mustardy yellow. And like the dubarta, which is the scarf, it's the mustard yellow. The shawar itself, the pants are yellow, uh, like the like the dubarta. And then the top, uh, which hits down to like your knee about, it has like sequins on it and it's like a, like a really, really bright green, like very green. I can't explain how green, but it's green, not like a mossy green or just green. And in the photo, I'm looking at my dad and my mom took a picture of this and we're looking at each other like I'm looking at him pissed off. Just like my mouth is just like scrunched up and like my eyebrows are a little bit frowned. And he's just looking at me like he wants to laugh, but he's also looking at me the same way. Um, just a little bit more serious face than angry. Um, and what had happened in that photo was like prior to that, um, I was just so annoyed the fact that I had to wear traditional clothes till Eid al-Adha. So when I was a kid, my dad and I made an agreement that one Eid I would wear traditional clothes, traditional like shalwar, like Pakistani clothes, and one Eid I can wear whatever I want. This specific Eid, I really wanted to dress up like me, just like wear jeans or like wear a cute top and just like a long dress like whatever outfit i had in my head at the time 
I wanted to wear that to look like all the other kids because all the other kids were just wearing regular clothes and there's me who has to be stuck in traditional clothing which is kind of itchy you know like if you ever try on a shalwar majority of the time they're so itchy and like the beading can like scratch your skin a little bit i just not used to material like that yeah so in this photo um i was just so frustrated with wearing traditional clothes like beyond me and my dad's like, well, you promise, like, just do it, you know, just like, just wear it. And it's like, I, I, I wonder how he felt. Like, my daughter is embarrassed of my culture, of who she is and who we are. I wonder how he felt. I've never asked him really, because I, I just never ask him about stuff like that. Like, how did he feel? Everything you own is singing there, it's all at stake How the hell you get off in this life being fake? Fucking put the pen down and give us all a break Damn sure in it, everything you do it I got one life and I might just live it I got one life and I might just live it Little old me? Yep, little old me Everything in my life is going okay. Like, my job is fine. My relationship is incredible. I'm in school. I don't know why I'm crying. I don't understand it. Is it just like lack of sleep or just like not enough time for me? And in the midst of this all, is it because I'm trying to do too much and I feel like I because I'm such a perfectionist, I'm disappointing myself. Because like, I really am a perfectionist. And I, I like, stretch myself out too much. I put too much in my plate. And then I exhaust myself to the point where, oh crap, I'm blocking this person, I'm sorry. And then I exhaust myself completely, and then I break down. I feel kind of exhausted right now because I haven't had time for me in weeks and a lot of it has to do with just like I'm looking for an apartment and then I eventually found one and then um, managing work and then school just starting and just everything combined and then I feel exhausted. <laughs> And just got off of work just so frustrated because, like, the days are so long and it just tires me. And it's not that I hate my job, it's just I wish the days weren't so long. And it just, like, it just takes up all my day and it's... I have so many things to do and... 
I don't remember the last time I had a lazy weekend where I just stayed home and just, like, relaxed. I don't really sleep well at night. I don't know exactly what part of my life I need to change in order for me to just feel okay again. Slight munching is fine. Mm. You're so happy right now. <laughs> You're in a happy place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Your face changed like 360 from going up this hill. <laughs> While we're dying? <laughs> yeah, he was just like, I just want to eat. <laughs> we would like drive up and down PCH like four times a week when I was going to college in the Channel Islands. And what's really nice is that like when you're up here you can see like whales actually swimming mm. out out there and like pods and dolphins but i think that's like um i think towards the springtime mm. we're probably not seeing mm. a lot right now that's cool i think they like migrate north to like have their, their babies like you know, over water man i'd be terrified to go to channel islands have you been no is it is it like off on the island that's cool um no okay my school's in Camarillo, but you can go to the islands and camp there. I've camped there before. Which one? I don't know. Was it Catalina and a Kappa? It was like the, a tiny, tiny one with a lot of foxes. It's a lot of foxes. That might have been Anacapa because they have like a, that endangered fox. Um, Catal- no, actually, it might have been Catalina. Catalina fox. No, I think that. It's just like a fox that would just steal people's food, and that's what they're known for. <laughs> oh, shit. Really? Yeah. Yeah, my school did, like, a lot of studies on those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I went there and I was, like, in seventh grade. I kayaked. Damn, your school took you, like, everywhere. Dude, we were a private school. What we're school is this? New Horizon. It was in on Westwood on South Hill. And it was, like, it was a Muslim school. And, you know, a lot of people donated to it. So we're a really fucking rich school. Every year we'd go to Disneyland. Damn, y'all were lucky. Yeah. Every year. For eighth grade, we do we what we would do Six Flags. We do an eighth grade trip to DC. Fifth graders did a special trip to Disneyland for when they graduated from fifth grade. Because <laughs> it's such a big deal. I thought it was a shit in fifth grade because I was class president. I was school oh, president. Okay. Yeah, I was school president in fifth grade. Too. I knew everyone's name in each class. That's why, because mm-hmm. I knew. All the kids from like pre like baby babies to like because really? I would do announcements in, in the morning and then I would also call everyone's names when their parents would pick them up. Mm-hmm. So that's how I memorized everyone's names. Mm-hmm. And when I ran for president, everyone thought that my mom like rigged it because <laughs> she worked at the school oh, as nice. a preschool teacher. Mm-hmm. And I won science fair two years in a row, and they also thought she rigged it yeah. because. I don't know. They sought mm-hmm. out. She rigged everything. <laughs> like, oh, you're just teacher's pet. And all the teachers loved me. <laughs> but how'd she rig it? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, how, how'd she rig it, really? <laughs> but she really didn't rig it, though. It's a funny thing. I'm uh-huh. just like, my mom does not have the mental capacity to deal with that. She's too busy making scrapbooks for her students. <laughs> oh, oh, that's a school. Like, how many um, students were there enrolled? Maybe, like, 200. Oh, 
teeny tiny school. So like each class was like 13 kids. Maybe less. So your political career um, peaked early. <laughs> yeah, I peaked at 10 years old. <laughs> I peaked at 10. Yeah. So I, they'd like bring babies up to you and you'd like kiss their forehead. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Low key, that did happen a couple of times. That's so funny. Yeah. Yeah, like, I just wanted free lunch for everyone on Fridays okay. instead of paying for, like, their, like, lunches and shit. Mm-hmm. So I was like, free lunch. They're like, vote for her. And I remember when I won, I was in the middle of a computer class. Like, you won. Everyone was freaking out. I'm like, that's cool. I just kept continuing doing my homework. <laughs> Does they also have a middle school? Where'd you end up going for middle school? So for middle school, I went to Paul Revere Middle School in Brentwood for a year. But I used somebody else's address because mm-hmm. um, she lived, like, right across it. A lot of people used to do that for others. I know. I know. Yeah. Then I left because my because I hugged a boy and my parents my mom got really mad. What? Yeah, it's a long story. Drama. Yeah, my my mom's very dramatic. So then I went back to Muslim school. You're going back to Muslim school to learn, Mm. you know, about being a good woman and shit like that because you hugged a boy. I'm like I was kissing boys at like three. Um, And you went to high school in Texas, right? For two years, yeah. Those also. We just moved because I was so depressed and like I got bullied heavily like in my last two years of middle school. Oh really? Got cyber bullied a little at a the lot. Muslim school or yeah. Oh. Because like they thought that some guy liked me and I liked him and they're like back off. That's my man kind of a thing. Oh, so, so they hacked my MySpace and put slut all over it. Oh my god. Yeah. It's fucked up. Yeah. Wow. Been called a slut since I was ten. Yes. <laughs> Was Texas better or worse? It was worse. Oh, this is cute. Stop asking me questions. Ooh, okay, girl. I see what your outfit. Okay, baddie over here. Okay. Okay, she thick. In that cute lingerie set. I really want this lingerie set. I love them looking at lingerie. <laughs> For what reasons, I don't know. This is so cute. I, I kind of just want like a set just to have for myself. Because like self-love, you know? Self-love and so many things. Yeah, ooh, this one's really cute. Yeah. It's a cute little slip. No, I want like a, yeah. a VIP member though. It's annoying.
This was an audio portrait of Ruby Ifat Aman. And this was just part one. Part two of Ruby's portrait is coming up in the next episode. This piece was produced by me, Stephanie Aguilar, with additional help from Emma Palm. Music by Rainer Sillard. Portraits of is an independent audio project and we document slice of life diaries of Asian Americans and people of Asian heritage. You can listen to upcoming episodes by subscribing on your podcast app or you can visit our website at www.portraits-of.com. That's P-O-R-T-R-A-I-T-S dash O-F dot com. If you're curious about getting involved as a diary participant, we are accepting applications and recommendations. So if you are interested, please email us at audioportraitsof at gmail.com. We offer modest honorariums for selected participants. Lastly, we do accept donations. Uh, Money goes towards producing and editing this project, paying participants, and the occasional celebratory meal or snack when we finish an audio piece. You can send us donations through ko-fi.com slash portraits of. That's ko-fi.com slash portraits of. Thank you for listening.